Matthew chapter 6. Matthew chapter 6. We want to read from verse number 10. No, let's read from verse number 19 to 21. Matthew chapter 6. Are you in Matthew chapter 6? From verse 19, Jesus was preaching and he said, Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth or rust does corrupt, where thieves break in. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust does corrupt, where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. The lamp of the body is the eye. If therefore your eye is good, your body is full of light. If your eyes is bad, if your eyes bad, your whole body is full of darkness. But if therefore the light that is in is in you is darkness. How great is the darkness. Verse 24, I want us to read it together. Ready, go. No one can serve two masters, for either he will hate Hallelujah. Let's read it again. Ready, go. Okay, you read it to me. I'm going to read verse 19 and then I will, 19 and 20, and I will jump, or 19, 21, and 24. Is that okay? Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth or rust does destroy, where thieves break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there is where your heart is will be. Amen. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be. 24. No one can serve two masters, for either he will hate one and love the other, or else he will be loyal to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Amen. I, I want us to start talking about preaching the messages of Jesus Christ for this service. Is that okay? So for the next few weeks, we are going to preach nothing but what Jesus preached. Somebody say amen. amen. I think that's the best sermon to preach, isn't it? And I want you to look at your neighbor and ask your neighbor this question. Where is your treasure? Or ask them again. Where is your treasure? Because the Bible says that where your treasure is, there is where your heart resides. Amen. Amen. Now, I want us to look at, you see, when the scripture says that, when it says this, I want you to look at the meaning, the actual meaning of that statement. He says that where your, do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth. Amen. 
Somebody say, do not store up for yourselves treasures. Now, the word store up in the Greek is tesorizo. Tesorizo. That's T-H-E-S-A-U-R-I-Z-O. T-H-E-S-A-U-R-I-Z-O. Do not store up. That's tesorizo. And the next word is treasures. The word treasures is tesoros. Tesoros. That's T-H-E-S-A-U-R-O-S. From that, we derive the English word tesoros, which is, is it tesoros? I always struggle to pronounce that word, tesoros. Now, tesoros is, what is tesoros? It's a treasure of words. The word tesoros means a treasure of words. So you can find another word for a word. You can find, it's a bank of words, if you like. So it says that, do not tesorizo, which is store up, and then tesoros, which is bank. So do not store up bank. Amen. And then it goes on to say that for where your heart is, where your treasure is, that is where your heart is. What he's trying to say is that do not, he's trying to say something, he says that do not put your heart in a place where it's just filled with treasures of this earth. I don't know whether you understand what I'm saying. Do not store up. Do not bank your hearts, your soul, your spirit on things that are stored up on the earth. Because where where the things that you are storing is where your heart is. And then he advises us by saying that thieves and robbers and rust corrupt those things. Amen. There's a scripture I want us to look at in uh, Ecclesiastes chapter 2. I want us to look at what Jesus meant when he says thieves and robbers steal. Ecclesiastes chapter 2, are you there? I think it's very good for us to study the word of God, isn't it? Ecclesiastes chapter 2, from 17, let's start from 17 to 21. He said that, therefore, I hated life because the work that is done under the sun was distressing to me. For all is vanity and grasping of the wind. For I hated all my labor in which I had toiled under the sun because I must leave it to the man who comes after me. Amen. Next verse. And who knows whether he will be a wise man or a fool. Yet, he will rule over all my labor in which I have toiled and in which I have sown myself wise. I showed myself wise under the sun. This is also vanity. Therefore, I turned my heart and despaired of all the labor in which I had toiled under the sun. For there is a man whose labor is with wisdom 
knowledge and skill, yet he must leave his heritage to a man who has not labored for it. And this is vanity and great evil. So it's like you have spent all your life, all your, your energy, all your, your, your passion, your talents, your abilities, storing up, banking, banking things. And when the things, it doesn't matter how, how long and how hard you try to hold on to the pillar that you have built, the beautiful house that took all your life to build. It doesn't matter how hard you hold on to it. At a point, you've got to let it go. <laughs> At a point, your hands will be weak. At a point, you will see that death comes. When you walk, I don't know, anytime you are driving or walking past beautiful houses, just look at it. It's somebody's life and energy. Somebody's hard work. Somebody's sleepless nights of sweating to build. But half of the time, if you go around, those people who sweated to build, they've left. You know, anytime I read the scripture, I remember a story. Uh, there was a man, my father's friend, very good friend, and you know they 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 used they were they were close friends, and in those days, all the uh, politicians and everything, they they tended to live in the same community, in the same area. So this person will come and build a house here. Then another person will come and build the house next. Then another person will come and build the house. So it became the most affluent area of the city. Are you with me? And it so happens that all the guys around, they are friends. Because they are business partners, they are political, uh, what do you call it? They belong to the same political party. They are in the struggle together and all that. And so my father knows how hard this man labored to build this house. And unfortunately, one day the man died. And then when the man died, his only son, who was, he used to have a box guitar. And he put the box guitar on his neck. He said he was a reggae. <laughs> he wanted to be Bob Marley. So anytime you see him, he has a box guitar. And then he's going up and down the, the street. He's going up and down. You know, everybody knew him as a bum. But he was the only son of this man. Hard working man. So one day, the man was passing and my father called him. I, I must have been about Christian's age then. Then the man, my father called the guy and he said, so how are you doing? He said, fine. He said, fine, uncle. He said, so where, what, what has happened so far with the, uh, the, 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 since the funeral and everything, what has happened? He said, oh, oh uncle. When he was talking, he had a cigarette in his mouth and his guitar on his neck. He said, uncle, uh, you know, when the will was read, everything is mine. Everything is mine. And so my father asked him, so what are you going to do with the, then he said, Uncle, I, 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 he said in a, in, a, in a dialect, Uncle, I want to break daddy's house and turn it into a hotel. And then my father looked at him up and down with a boss guitar <laughs> and a cigarette in his mouth. <laughs> my father said, 
said, okay, as the guy was walking, and you know, had the guitar, was walking like that. My father shook his head. I remember the sleepless nights my friend had to go through to build this house. And this guy says he wants to break it <laughs> and turn it into a hotel. Of which he has no funds for. <laughs> and, and I have another friend who also decided that he won't go to school. He will only smoke weed. From morning to night. Living in his father's boys' quarters. And his father was a hard worker. He was never at home. Always traveling, always working. He was a contractor. Always traveling, always. And he built this nice house. Then one day he also died. This time, this guy, this guy is my friend. He's called Bulgaria. <laughs> now, Bulgaria. That's his nickname, Bulgaria. Now, Bulgaria had this big house to himself. Air conditioner, all, everything, all the furniture. Bulgaria would get up, then he would take one air conditioner. Then he would go and put it in a beer bar. The beer bar was called Bruku. Bruku 2. So he'll go and put it in Brukutu. Then he'll tell the, the beer bar owner, when I have finished drinking it, let me know. So he will drink the first air conditioner. He drank the second air conditioner. He drank the third air conditioner. Then he, he drank all the furniture away. He drank all the louver blades and he drank all the internal doors. The only doors in the house was the entrance and the exit. The, everything else, when you enter the house, you, when you say, hey, you hear hey, 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 banging in every room. Because he had drunk everything, including the bed. He had a mat that he used to sleep on with his weed by himself inside. At the point, Borgia ended up in prison and the house was sold. In fact, we had to contribute money. The friends, we had to contribute money to help him. So where your heart is, where your treasure is, there is your heart. But if your treasure is on earth, and you have a Bulgaria son coming after you. Or you have a Chubi. You just call him Chubi. The guy was called Chubi with a guitar. Or Chubi, as your son. Then moth and rust will get the better of your property and of your hard work. And Jesus was saying that, let us not store up. Let us not store up. You see, when Jesus says, let us not store up, Jesus is not against hard work and building a house or having a bank account and everything. Jesus is not up against that. 
But that should not be the be and end of your whole life. That should not take precedence over everything because you are going somewhere. Whether you like it or not, this world is not our home. We are all passing through. And as we pass through, like this building we are sitting in, some people cherished it, some people built it, some people worked hard. And then somebody just came one day and said that this place, we don't need it, so let's sell it. And I can guarantee you that the amount of money we paid, we paid for this building, is less than a quarter the value of this building. Because in the end, the people didn't know what to do with it. So we came around and said, listen, we'll give you, in fact, we said we'll give you like 50%. Then when we saw that they were very excited, we said, no, no, we'll give you 25%. <laughs> and in the end, they agreed to the 25%. I am sure that the people who struggled to build this building will be turning their graves, that they left it to the Bulgaria type of people. Hallelujah. Yeah, okay. Who didn't treasure it? You know, you know why I say that we left it to a Bulgaria type of people? When we bought the building, they said, oh, they want to take the organ out. We said, okay, fine, they should come and take the organ. We don't use the organ. Then they came. Instead of taking the organ, you know what they did? They, sell the, they, they were selling the pipes for aluminum. You know aluminium? <laughs> Scrap metal. Yes. 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 So the guys would come and they were cutting to go and sell it for aluminium. That's why we bothered it. And, that, and these are grown men who have been in this church for 70 years. Some have been in church for 65 years. Some have been in this church for 50 years. And they don't know the value of this organ and, and, and it tells you the amount of value they placed on this building and the hard work you see this building was built by I think they are about 35 or 40 I have the names in the basement teenagers from 17 to 9 uh, I think from 15 to 19 year olds built this building they went to the you know the quarry there's a quarry at uh, on the Kexor road how many know where the quarry is? That's where they went to pick the stones. I don't know whether you know how heavy a stone is, but they picked those that they didn't have cars. This building was built, built in 1897. They didn't have cars. They didn't have uh, trucks. So it means they have to go and get it with, on a cart, pull it from Kerkstall Abbey. The back, and have you seen the hills that you, you have to climb? To come all this way to deposit the stones. I don't know how many stones they brought to build this. this build, there's no brick here. There's no brick, it's stones. So can you imagine the, how hard work and how painful? I don't know how many, how many hours they took to do this. How many years they took to build this thing. Somebody came and he said, that, listen, we don't have any... The people are not coming to church anymore. They started by closing this. And they said, okay, they'll, they'll make it smaller. They made it smaller. They said, still, the people are not coming. Then they started doing every other Sunday. They would do church. Then it got to a point. They decided, okay, fine. You know what? Let's sell it. Let's sell it. So if the heart 
was in the building. How many will agree with me that now it's become useless? Hello? How many can understand what I'm saying? It's become useless. That your heart must be in a place where thieves cannot steal. Where the thing can, a, 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 a nonsense of the sense be made. How many understand what I'm saying? You have made great sense. But somebody comes and makes a nonsense. I don't know whether you've seen anybody who has died before. But when the person dies, especially those who, are, who have died and they have a lot of clothes and a lot of uh, things in their wardrobes. I don't know whether you've emptied any person who has died house before. But I, I went to empty my father's wardrobe. And uh, it's like, I see the ties that he used to cherish. If you don't know, he burned one of his ties when you're ironing. I saw them. This one is out of fashion. This one is out of I saw that they were putting them in the, and giving it to the, the watchman and, the, you know, like, take this one. Take this. And these are the things he cherished. His suits that he didn't play with. My father was a very sharp dresser. And then you see them. Take this thing. See that all the things we are clamoring for, they are rubbish. How many understand what I'm saying? It's rubbish. If I were to ask you, go home and take your bank statement. Hello? Go home, take your bank statement and see where you spent most of the amounts of money your expenditure last year. That will show you where your heart is. I just thought I'd leave you for a bit for it to sink in. How many understand what I'm saying? Go home, take your bank statement, 2019 statement, and see where the majority of your money went. That is where your heart is. Another, let's talk about the treasures, the treasures we are talking about. The first treasure I want us to talk about is time. The first treasure is time. Where you spend majority of your time is where your heart is. So in 24 hours a day, where do you spend majority of your time? If your majority of your time is spent on social media, your heart is on social media. On Thursday, I went to uh, a chapel and they were talking about the amount of time they give for quiet time. And as I was listening to people giving messages of reasons why they can't spend 10 minutes or 5 minutes to do quiet time, you know, and I was thinking in my head, but you have 24 hours. In the mornings, I don't have time. Yeah, but you have 24 hours. In the afternoon, sometimes I don't have time. Yes, but you have 24 hours. In the evening, sometimes I don't have time. But you have 24 hours. But if you go home and you make a, an inventory of the 24 hours, how you use it, you will see that majority of the time, you use the 24 hours on nonsense. How many understand what I'm saying? Oh, I have exams. Pastor, I have exams, so I can't come. But you have 24 hours. You don't use all the 24 hours to learn. Take your time, Pastor. Where your treasure is, 
That is where your heart will be. The church is only two hours. You cannot spare two hours. But you're on social media for seven hours. Out of the 24 hours. You're on television for another four hours. Out of the 24 hours. You're on gossip for another two hours. Out of the 24 hours. But you can't spare two hours for God. Ask your neighbor. Where do you put your time? If the message is shook, you say, mm. Mm. <laughs> See, Jesus, Jesus was very, very powerful. When, he, when his, his messages are very short, but they, they keep you thinking. They are very short, but they keep you thinking. Where do you spend majority of your time? You're always working. You have two, three jobs. Good morning. Then you go to your main job. Then you go to your night job. When you are tired and they call you for extra shift, you still go. You never say no. You know those agencies, they have people they call, never mind. (laughs) The agencies, and they never mind people, they don't call you. When they exhausted everybody, then they'll call you because they know that you, you say, never mind, I'm coming. When they call you in the middle of the night that somebody has canceled the shift, we want you. Oh, nev- I don't mind. I'll come. So they, on, your, on your name, they probably never mind. Them. Most reliable, dependable. Because they know that you are the last resort, you will come. Even when you are sick, you will go. Because your heart, your heart is on the money. I say your heart is on the money. So you never mind. Never mind. Never mind. I'll, be there. I'll be there. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. Uh, are you okay to come? Yeah, never mind. Yeah, I'm coming. <laughs> but this same person cannot come to church. This same person, when you say we have a meeting, so why didn't you give us three months uh, notice? Preach, pastor, preach, pastor. If you had given us three months notice, we would have come. Where is your heart? You can't come for a rehearsal. You can't come for a meeting, impromptu meeting. It's like, oh, uh, Pastor Sam has to, has to give you three S's. Three S's. And explain. And explain yeah. why you should come. Call a meeting. Such a, short uh, a meeting within a week. It's too, it's too short. Give me a month. Where is your heart? Meanwhile, they call you as we are speaking right now. They send a text that we need you at work. Never mind, then you you are going. You don't know that they call you, never mind. You are preaching. Listen, they don't have any respect for you. The agencies don't have any respect for you because they know you don't value your time. Listen. If you work past a certain number of hours, the taxman gets more money than you. Because as you are working, you are not working for your pocket anymore. Now you are working for the taxman. Because you have gone past a certain bracket. Oh, yeah, the more hours. Look around and see the people who do more hours. And look at their life. And how much money they have in the bank balance. You realize that 
That's why they call you never mind. They put never mind on your name and you don't even know it. <laughs> Hallelujah. How do you value your time? You can't spend time in prayer. You can't spend time in, with God who is the source of your health and strength. Deuteronomy 8, it is, it is, remember the Lord your God, for it is he that gives you the ability to create wealth. You think that is, never mind your energy, I just, one day you say, never mind, you take one step, you say, hey, then you see you are down. <laughs> if you like, fall sick right now and oh, see no, whether they will call you again. They will find another never mind. Listen, David said that I'd rather be in the house of God than be anything anywhere. This is a, the king. You, if they call uh, six ninety nine, is more precious than being in church. Six pounds ninety nine. Six pounds ninety nine. Ten pounds. Because of ten pounds, you won't come to church. You would rather go for ten pounds. How many of the 10 pounds can you show me right now that is in your pocket? You have been collecting the 10 pounds over time, 10 pounds over time. Where is it? In Haggai, he says that you brought it in and I blew by it. Because instead of spending the time in the house of God, you are spending it, never mind. Buying shoes and bags that the day you go... Nobody will wear them. Nobody will wear them. They will give them to Beulah. <laughs> you are preaching. You don't like my message. Yeah, you are preaching, Reverend. Take your time. Yes. You give them to remember the poor. And you put them in bags at the front. And uh, put trash on it. No, no, it's not trash. Yeah. When you take the bag, you get 60p. One kilo of... The, the things that you have spent, uh, what's what the, the, your, your things, what are they called? Give me a name. Balenciaga. You bought it for 300, 400 uh, pounds a pop. We are one kilo, we get 60p. Whether it was 10 pounds or 300 pounds, the heavier the clothes, the, the 60p we get. And you have spent all your life, all your energy over time. Time that you can't afford. Buying the, the thing. Then it comes. After a few, because after two, three years, you can't keep wearing the same clothes. You come and give it to Beulah and it's 60p a kilo. The second, my time is up. <laughs> the second treasure is your bank cards. I said, treasure number two is what? Yeah. Where is majority of your bank cards, your, your, your credit cards, where does it go? That's where your, your heart is. Amen. I say, where does it go? Ask your neighbor. He's talking to you. Where is your majority of your bank card? Please, from today, when you go home, 
I'm giving you a homework. When you go home, take your statement, your credit card statement, and see where, put on your bank statement, and uh, just put it in percentage terms. Where, that is where your heart is. We are free to look at if it is continental market, <laughs> it means your treasure is in your stomach. <laughs> If it is plantain. <laughs> if it's on Dewsby Road, attached shop. If your 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 majority of you is in attached shop. <laughs> you want goat meat with skin. You want goat meat and then the, the stomach things. Smoked goat meat. If that is where your majority of your bank balance is, it means you are building treasure in your stomach. <laughs> if it is in uh, White Rose, in uh, what's the name of the shop? Debenhams. If that's where majority of it means you are building on your skin. If yours is the makeup people, they call, they call them. Mary. Mary Kay. It means you are building a, a, a house on your face. <laughs> your treasure is on your face. If yours is a lot of wigs, it means you are putting a treasure on your head. <laughs> I was surprised that the, the, the wigs are very expensive. They have a hundred and something. I was very, very surprised. My daughter came and said, oh, Daddy, I want you to do, give me a present. I'm going to school. I said, okay, what is it? I was ready to give my daughter a present. They said, oh, I want to buy her a new week. So I thought, oh, okay, just take 20 pounds or 30 pounds. <laughs> and she looked at me and said, are you serious? Ask, ah, you are going to buy a horse hair to put on your head. Horse tail to put on your head. That one, how much is it? Because the horse thing, the horse has already finished. <laughs> Look, I, I, you know, I wonder, you see, where the horse tail is. It's the bad place. No, they don't <laughs> put it on your head. Or <laughs> uh, they go and kill some pa- Indians or Pakistanis, and then they give you their hair. Then you, you put it on your head. Hundred pounds. 150 pounds, 300 pounds, 400 pounds. This is human hair. Yeah. This is Brazilian. This is Peruvian hair. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, hand sauce. Hand sauce. Uh, it's not machine. Hand, hand, hand sauce. Your treasure. You are putting it on your head. We are carrying Ask your neighbor, where is your treasure? And ask them, are thieves accessible to your treasure? Or only God has access to your treasure?